Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Eat, Pray, Die podcast. I'm your host, Savoy Anthony Jefferson, a.k.a. your number one thought ally, a.k.a. the undisputed Bussy champion, a.k.a. Bussiana LaBeja, a.k.a. Bussies for Kamala. Yes, um, over here we are, you know, our Bussies are voting, um, and Kamala's our girl, okay? Shade queen, all right? And welcome to episode 321. This is a very, very special episode because it is our anniversary, our third anniversary. And this episode is entitled Bussiversary. Um, and now I'm going to introduce the Chocolate Bunny. <laughs> the queen of all queens, okay? The poor star voice. <laughs> The porn star voice of the future. Come on. Come on. Miss Amber. Yes. Hey. Hey, y'all. What's up? What's up? It's your girl, Amber, a.k.a. Emo Black Girl, a.k.a. Amy Depressive, uh, a.k.a. I love porn star of the future. Um, I do love um, creative director of Depressed Ho Aesthetics. Uh, I am feeling that. The winter is coming. This is cuffing season. This is a depressed hoe time. So, uh, shout out, shout out. Matt, to this me. is a depressed hoe time. <laughs> Currently, I am wearing just a t-shirt. Come on, because uh, that's all y'all can <laughs> see. Yes, <laughs> a headband. So, mm. depressed hoe aesthetics. Um, how are you? Shout out to all our depressed hoes. You know, I am good. Um, definitely better than what I was. I am, you know, I'm in Green Bay now. I was in Ohio for a little while and now I'm in Green Bay, Trump country. Um, Ooh. it's different here. Um, there are no streetlights. Um, and, and just on our block, there's streetlights on the other block, which I'm trying to figure out why they get, they get streetlights, but we don't get streetlights. Um, yeah, but I am in my, the room. I'm in the room that I discovered I was gay in. So, Aww. a full circle moment. Come on, full circle. Yes, full circle moment. Was when it I this prayed. Muhammad Ali poster in the back? No, Muhammad Ali was not here then. Okay. My daddy did some, 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 didn't make some additions. Okay. It's pro black. You can't see Muhammad <laughs> Ali is on this side. Then there's a poster of MLK, Barack Obama, <laughs> Malcolm X. Nelson Mandela and um and um Bob Marley. Yay! All in yes. one. Okay. Yes. And then on the other side, we got another photo of Muhammad Ali. So we are very pro black up in this house. Come on, um, black kings. Yes. Okay. I told you, bussies for Kamala. Um, <laughs> okay. And yeah, that's about it. You know, just trying to stay in a good headspace. Mm-hmm. Pussy popping. Um, that's about it. How you been, boo? You know, I've been the same. I'm in Atlanta. I am in our parents' place. Uh, they, got couches, <laughs> <laughs> they got leather couches, y'all. Leather couches. They got leather couches. Yo, it's like weird because I'm coming from New York and like there's space here, you know. So I'm like, I'm like, oh damn, like there's three floors. Like I gotta go down all these. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's just it's a lot. So, I mean, that's not a bad thing. I know that sounds weird to say, but just like coming from New York where you just like have no space to something mm-hmm. where you have 
just space in general is just very different. Um, but Atlanta's cool, you know, Atlanta's Atlanta. I haven't really been doing nothing, but people be out and about, you know, in these COVID streets. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm shaking I'm, my head, y'all. Y'all can't see it, but I am shaking my <laughs> head. Atlanta. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, maybe I might be out and about. You, don't, don't judge me if you see me out and about. I look, girl, that. look. Do what you got to do. Just wear your mask, okay? Just yes, wear your mask. I and have your hand sanitizer on you. Number one mask wearer. But overall, I'm pretty good, um, you know, in Atlanta for a little bit. And then going back to Brooklyn, going back to Bed-Stuy. So um, nervous and excited about that, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. It's our anniversary three years. Yes, do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. Come on. anniversary. Hey. <laughs> I remember the first dick. Hey. I remember the first lick. Oh, do you know what today is? Tony, Tony, Tony. Iconic. Featuring my, my first my first old baby daddy. Raphael Sadiq. Mm. 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 Yeah, shout out, shout out. I know Raphael. I know he's seen your booty as he eat it. I can see him doing that. And he lights candles while eating your, your booty. Yeah. It's a very ceremonious type of thing. I like he probably got that. like a square in his room where he just eats your bus. But anyways, <laughs> we have <laughs> like a little shrine. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Totally, totally. Well, not you remember when they did Destiny's Child Cribs and Beyonce had that damn little pillow room? Yes. Oh, child. <laughs> so that, thought, that's what Raphael Sadiq has a pillow room to eat your ass. So I'm thinking that's something like that. All right. We have a wonderful guest <laughs> today. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and now I think about that shit. We, I thought that shit was the bombers. I was like, Beyonce is doing it. But now I look at back and I'm like, that shit was tacky ass. Don't talk about my Houston sister. Nonetheless. <laughs> Do not talk about my Houston sister. She was, she was like 1920 then. <sighs> Ooh, good times. Okay, but seriously, we have a wonderful guest. A wonderful guest. She is an artist, a creative, an icon, a multi-talented personality, curator, designer, poet, model, activist, and photographer from NYC. Please welcome the beautiful, yes, the seductress herself, yes. Miss Mojo Disco. All bussies, please welcome Miss Mojo. Hey. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Miss Mojo. AKA Mojito Jones, AKA Full Figure Feline, AKA I Need My Chip and My Dip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, boo. How are you? What's poppin'? Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. For our anniversary. Yes. Um, how are you feeling? How's life? I'm feeling irresistible, delicious. Yes. Come on, come on. Life is so good to me on this outer end of 2020 because she carried. So <laughs> I'm taking everything mm. in and, you know, I'm happy to be here. 
Mm-hmm. Emphasis on she carried. Mm-hmm. Mm. So as always, um, we start the show with Bussy Pep Talks, which is one reason why Amber, myself, and the guests are proud of ourselves for the week or just something we did this week that we feel like, you know, outshines the rest. <laughs> Amber, what's that face for? Oh, because I'm literally trying to think what I did this week. <laughs> Wait, before we move forward, I just want to acknowledge all the verse tops on your wall. Okay, I, I give thanks to the verse top ancestors who are no longer with us. Shout out to them. I feel very ready for this chat. You see me? Come on, the verse top. I know Malcolm has some good dick. I don't care what honey, nobody said. Oh, yeah, that, you know that was with a good. PK tip. Okay, okay. they put red for mm. a reason. Mm. Come on. Malcolm was giving you. He had you, a pink red tip. I think he sure did. I think he, he had did. a. Oh, I think he had a dark skin dick. No, mm. not Detroit red, honey. Ah, ah. not Detroit <laughs> red. Detroit red. Mm-mm. Oh, mm. he probably him. had freckles on his thigh too. Ooh, mm, right. Yeah. Mm. Now Muhammad Ali, yeah, that was brown town, but not Detroit <laughs> red. Mm. Not him. Muhammad was a spanker. Yeah, I can feel that in my spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I will start. It's a reflection with... for me. <laughs> uh, um, my Bussy Pep Talk is just that I'm here today. I think this is our first episode since I left New York. And I'm just, Yay. I've been feeling, I'm feeling more and more um, just, I'm free. Starting to feel more um just in a better headspace um i don't think it's necessary just because i left new york but i think it took me a while but now i'm starting to kind of feel feel my bus again um Come on. so <laughs> amber what's your bussy pep talk um my bussy pep talk is allowing myself to uh feel emotions without allowing without judging them. So like, if mm. I like feel like really scared, cause I'm moving and I'm moving into like a one bedroom when I go back to New York and I'm very scared about it cause I've never lived by myself before. And this is a blessing, but I'm also very scared about it. But I'm also just like, that's a normal thing to be afraid about. And just like, just let the fear happen and not be like, because I'm afraid this means that I'm not ready because I'm afraid this means that I'm stupid or whatever, you know? So I'm just like happy to just, I'm proud to like just feel the emotions without putting like a judgment. Come on. Are you going to play new apartment when you get there? You know, I am, you know, I am. That's like, that's like the one thing I'm ready to do is like, I, I just want to hear sacred. Ari. I just want to hear I just got a new apartment. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Walk around this house naked, okay? Mm. Yes. It was it was whipped cream for me, okay? Mm. When mm. I got my own spot last year, it was whipped cream for me. Mm. And I did some things with that whipped cream. Oh yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. hmm Come on. Hallelujah. Miss <laughs> Mocha, what is your yeah, bussy pep talk? <laughs> my bussy pep talk is Get your money up front. You know, during these times, I see a lot of a lot of uh, trans queer fans doing a lot of labor to educate, and they're not being compensated. 
So to anyone listening, please make sure all these people who are so interested in your story and your journey, make them cough up the dough, okay? And if it's not a seasonable donation, make them pay you in some other way that's beneficial to you doing that labor, honey. Amen. Make them pay Amen. like they weigh. Oh. Miss Mojo, what's your cash app? My cash app is money sign Mojo Disco. My Venmo is at Mojo Disco. <laughs> Run that. Show her some love, y'all. Show her some Run love. Mm-hmm. Please. All right. So we're just going to jump into it. Um, as always, we start with eat. And the first question is, you can only cook one meal for the ancestors. What are you making? I am making my famous French toast. Come on. I feel like my French toast is the hope of the slave. And it's no better offering that I can give to the ancestors. So, this Ashe, all right. (laughs) Shout out to you for your French toast. Oh my God! Um, If you can only own. If you can own any chain restaurant. Why y'all gagging? Because I want to taste what the hope of a slave tastes like. I really want to know what that is. When you come back to Brooklyn, link up. All right. Cool. The hope of the slave. Oh, my God. Okay. If you could own any chain restaurant, which one would it be and why? Popeye's. Yes. I don't see Popeyes ever going away no time soon. I don't see the black community ever drifting away from Popeyes. Mm -hmm. And you know, my queer ass, I would make Popeyes more colorful. So Mm. I would rename all the little um, sauces, okay? So it won't just be, you know, Rojodio Ranch, okay? It'll be, uh, you know, Round the Way Girl Ranch. (laughs) Um, Yes. You know, uh, Tenacious Top Tahiti Sauce. Um, you know, Benny Hanna bottom sauce. Oh, Benny. You know, Hanna you know, we I would really make it very queer and very black with my mm. franchises. Come on. Yeah. Benny Hanna bottom. That's Can a that's a, <laughs> that's of a course. that's the one thing I need Popeyes to have too is breakfast. But it would just be on Sunday for brunch. Mm. Mm. I like that. A strategy. Like that. Yes. To be very cultural. Because I need yes. my lines out the door. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Like okay. And your money up front. All right. Always up front, honey. My chip and my dip. Please believe it. <laughs> All right. What is your go to first day meal, aka the meal you can eat and remain a classy broad? Um Classy and broad is not my ministry. So usually I'm running up the highest thing on a bill that I know I can afford. So just in case he swipes his card and it says decline, baby, I got mine, but you're going to have to work yours out. Oh, yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. He, he's, it, you may have to wash the dishes. <laughs> he going to have to wash the dishes because I got mine. Has that okay. ever happened to oh. you? No, thank God. Okay. Thank God. Thank yeah, God. it never happened to me either. Like, never. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, can you, you, you know what your friends is hitting for before you leave the house. That's true. You know, you know, give or take an emergency or something, but then dinner's canceled. Like, you know, 
I done been with girls who done passed the card and the waitress had to pass back like, oh no, baby, that was Nick's. So it never been me though. Believe that. Please. So uh, who would you say is the best cook in your family? The best cook in my family would well was my Aunt Claudia, rest in peace. She just can make anything and everything. Um, no one has really followed up after her, in my opinion. Uh, you know, everyone does their little ones and twos, including myself, but no overall, you know, overall Grand March cooks like my Aunt Claudia. Anyone What's your favorite? Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was mm -hmm. just, go ahead, Savoy. What's your favorite Aunt Claudia dish? Or what was your favorite Aunt Claudia dish, just to say? Okay. Like Biggie has a line that says she can suck a mean dick and hook a steak up. My aunt steaks. I don't know her dick sucking capabilities, but if she made steak, I mean, if she gave top the way she made steak, she lived a fruitful life. Fruitful. <laughs> we had that kind of relationship that I can say that. <laughs> come on, come on. That's Aunt Claudia. Yeah, the OG. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us your give us one unpopular food opinion. One unpopular food opinion? Yes. Crab legs are extremely overrated. All right, we're ending this. Good No, Good. no I All agree one hundred percent. No, we're we're I gotta go, guys. I no 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 no, no. specifically crabs on its own. All that labor for that little piece of meat, honey, is just so, so childish to me. So childish. Miss Mojo, yeah. me and you see each other. I love a crab oh. leg, but I do feel like it's just a lot of work for a little for piece nothing. of meat. For nothing. Like them, me yeah. dealing with a lot of niggas I don't dealt with. Okay. I work for a little piece I'm of triggered. meat. I'm triggered. Mm -hmm. I'm triggered. Nothing worth having is easy, you guys. I'm triggered. No. Mm-mm. No. That's not it. Mm -mm. Overrated. Not saying that they're nasty or bad, just overrated. I don't see people spend all their food stamps on um, the snow crab legs. I'm just like, that was it? That was the purchase? Mm. That's what your spirit told you to do? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not all of your food stamps, you know? Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, can, mm -hmm. I can see that then. So, <laughs> when was the last time you were surprised by a meal or a dish? Like, you couldn't believe that you liked or disliked it. I have a butch queen up in Harlem named Shamari. Shamari mm -hmm. is, Shamari cooks like a Southern Baptist, overweight Christian woman um, in her 50s, 60s, maybe 70s. And you'll see Shamari, Shamari looks nothing of the sort. So it's an optical <laughs> illusion thing. Um, Shamari got us together for pride this year, all the trans girls, and it was a day of honor and worship and fellowship. And Shamari cooked catfish fritters, oxtail, um, cauliflower buffalo wings, um, gumbo, okay. um, rice. Oh, it wasn't healthy at all. Um, very southern. Okay, like healthy. I said, yeah. I yeah. just heard. I just heard uh, cauliflower, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Well, I'm a pescatarian, so that was the option for me because mm. the girls had fried chicken. I can't eat fried chicken. Okay, okay. Yes. Um, yet, you know, 
soup salad, like just a full course meal for the girls. And it was just for the girls. And they fed us and they drank us. And my God, life changing. Mm, amen. Hallelujah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would gladly take an invitation. Oh. Honey, you got to know somebody who knows somebody to get a little dish from Shamari. Oh my God. And the Gouda mac and cheese. Ooh. 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 My God. Mm. It made no sense. Truly surprised. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I know you, so can I get an invite now? <laughs> we'll work it out. Look, 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 we'll look. I'll pay out. for my plate. I ain't okay, even there. Listen, listen. Look, like I said, look, if the money's I will put, <laughs> I will pay for I and provide ingredients, okay? Uh, okay. Ooh. Listen, now you talking. Okay. <laughs> All right, last E question. If your bussy was a pie, what flavor would it be? Peach. Yeah. <laughs> Peach pie. Is <laughs> you doing a little da- a, a little a little dab of ice cream on the side? No, 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 no. Cause you know sometimes the girls are lactose intolerant. So we ain't gonna play around <laughs> like that. Just nice, warm peach pie. Mm. With the flakiest of crust that's buttery and the syrup that just drips in abundance and Ooh. finds its way in the stickiest places of your mind. Ooh. That's my pie. Come on. I'm about to steal that and put that on my uh my bumble profile. <laughs> Cut the check, okay? Cut the check. <laughs> Send me that uh, memo again. (laughs) We got you on the cash app. We got you on the cash app. Run it up, run it up, run it up. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, All right. right. So pray. You start praying the same way every time. What is your passion? Well, you know, I always had a passion for fashion. No, I'm playing. (laughs) Um, My passion is just art. Anyway, I can create art, celebrate art, perform art. That's my true passion. Mm-hmm. We love to see it or hear it, we should say. Um, so speaking of art, how has hip-hop influenced your art? Well, I am a child of hip-hop. And I think um, a lot of times, being that I'm such a, a trans icon these days, um, I didn't really get into this gay Back. shit until later on in life. <laughs> you know, I grew up hip-hop. <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm, I'm a New York native, um, grew up in Queens and Brooklyn. So hip hop was really the first cultural thing I knew, you know. So I'm talking golden age. I'm not going to say my age, child, but I grew up hip hop. So, you know, I was around when hip hop, before hip hop was pop and it wasn't mainstream. So, you know, hip hop has impacted me in ways that's just so, so very black ass. <laughs> So ghetto fabulous. Hmm. Um, if you follow me, you know I'll bring a banshee set every single time, darling. So that's the video vixen in me, you know. Mm. So yeah. Come on, video vixen. Yes, oh come on. I always wanted to be Melissa Ford, like when I was younger. Cause I just felt like she was just like the the video vixen. Honey, you want to talk about top billing, okay? Melissa right. Ford will okay. walk on sets and other girls had to go home, okay? Mm-hmm. You could have okay. put me in a room with no Melissa Ford because we got to fight on principle. 
Because you taking you taking food out of my kids' mouths, girl. You ain't that cute. You ain't that cute. Okay. God knew what he was doing when he ain't put me back there back in those times, honey, because it would have worked. I consider myself to be the hope of Takara, okay? Takara walked so I can skip and jump. Yes, Takara. <laughs> yes. Takara. Shout out Takara. Yes, shout Come out on. A queen. Because I just saw her on um an episode of Girlfriends. I forgot about Takara. Yes. She's on Girlfriends? Yeah, she was like, she had a quick, quick cameo. It was like she was a waitress at the um, oh, okay. one little, the little restaurant. I think it was mm-hmm. season five or season oh, six. Okay, I'm, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, okay. Takara. I was like, come on, Takara. Remember, they um, was both on that UPN network, that okay. top model mm-hmm. and Girlfriends. Oh, yes. Kenya Barris worked time. on Top Model and on uh, Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Really? I did not know you worked on time out though. Know yep. your sets. Yep. Mm. Okay. So, Ms. Mojo, talk to us about your event, Paint and Poetry. What is it and why was it important for you to create this space for Black queer artists? Well, it no longer exists, but I will revisit it. Um, Paint and Poetry was a celebration of Black culture through the arts. It was a monthly event. I did that event every month for six years. Um, And basically, I wanted to create a space where I felt that our generation could truly be celebrated for who we truly were, in my opinion, we're all walking portraits of poetry. And this was my way to combat the heavy um, Molly Xanax drug culture I saw happening in the community. Um, It was a way for us to get back to our native tongues. And it was a way for us to celebrate something that was at our core versus what we wanted to be a part of or um, or the media told us we had to be. So yeah, that was my event. It was an underground Brooklyn phenomenon for six years and uh, we loved to see it back then. <laughs> but I had to let her graduate and go on to pasture because I, I had to start my career for myself. Mm. Yeah. Or- yeah. Many, many a celebrity have come through the painted poetry doors. Um, a Ro James, um, one of my faves, came up through painted poetry. Um, unfortunately, Takashi Six Nine came up <laughs> in painted poetry. That boy used to sit, child. That boy used to come and sit on the floors in the corner before all the tattoos and colorful hair and stuff like that. And um, the group Oshun, um, their mm. family of painted poetry, you know, a couple of acts that are really on the rise now have been part of my event. So I'm very fortunate and thankful for that. And they always show love. It's never no funny business, you know. Oh, it better not be no, ever be no funny business with a robot. Well, you know, some people, they, some people, they get on and they, they get a little delusional. You know, and then they forget your name. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nigga, you know me. You know me. All I'm saying is when you see me, light me up. That's all I'm saying. Light me up. <laughs> what does Zoya say? Oh, you don't eat at McDonald's no more. Chipotle. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> 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 you don't drink any no more white wine. All right. Got mm. There's some exes I'm on. I'm very Chipotle with. So um, <laughs> some exes I'm very Chipotle with. Very white wine. Nah, yes. I, don't, I don't see you. I don't know you. Um, mm. 
So Sunday was National Coming Out Day. What was yes, your experience was. coming out as a Black trans woman? Um, so let's take it back a little bit. I never believed in a concept of coming out as coming out period because I feel it's very performative for the straight community. You know, at no point did the straight community have to say, "Hey, y'all, we straight." So I just, I just never really, really aligned with that. Um, but I did feel I had to come out as trans because if I wanted people to honor and respect my gender pronouns, I had to tell them that they changed. <laughs> you know, I couldn't just, you know, set myself up for those bombs. Um, but I came out as trans three years ago, publicly. Um, my close friends stuff they knew about two years prior, um, but yeah, public gay came out three years ago, and it was such a, a life-shifting experience. Um, the way that I saw people change when it came to their opinions of me or the, the treatment of me, some good, some bad, some terrible. Um, some people have been deleted and blocked. They know who they are. They're probably listening to this podcast. Um, yeah, and just just the 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 resilience of true family bonds, um, because my immediate family, I all had I had fallen out with all of them, including my mom, and it was really nasty. It was really, really, really nasty, and I didn't think we would ever bounce back, but we did, and we're stronger than ever. And you know, I'm thankful that I I was um, in a position to come out in a time where I had my own everything. So I was safe. Um, my job supports me. And because, um, you know, the lawyers would have been on deck, honey. Um, my job supports me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's my coming out story. There's nothing grand. There's no thrills. There's no chills. If anything, I call it a coming in. I'm inviting people more into who I am as a person as I discover who I am as a person. Because, you know, we grow each. I mean, we grow more and more each day. So, mm. I like That's that. That's my story. Mm-hmm. Come on, I'm gonna use. Okay, well, I'm gonna pay you first, and then I'm okay. Gonna use I got yeah, two yeah, checks yeah. on your tally. <laughs> okay, okay, that's going. fine. We gonna keep it going. All right, oh, all yes. right, all right, all right. Come, <laughs> come on. Uh, I think as we get more though, as we go up in in tallies, I think we should mm-hmm. start discounting per. Oh, okay. Yeah, did you? I'm just saying. Well, the more I come to your job and discount you, but I feel you. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you already talking about discounts. I ain't coming to your Zoom and tell me to meet me on Skype, honey. Don't do me like that. Ah. <laughs> points were made. Points were made. Thank you, Ms. Okay. I, I Points were okay. made. Points were made. Look, look, I'm gonna give you a chip and some extra dip, okay? Uh-huh. Learn from this. Uh. Learn from this. <laughs> There's a lesson. Tyra Bates, okay? Her time foolery. Visiting top model has been so crazy. It's so insane. So crazy. Like, how is that our favorite show? How do we allow all of that to happen? We didn't know no better, baby. Those are the times. Like, look at how many of us just still had primes during those during that time. Mm -hmm. Like, those were the times. So. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You won't find me on that side of history, honey. Hell yeah. Ooh. I always, I always I knew I was a bad bitch, so yeah, I got it. Okay. So you've talked about um, about living in your truth. What is yeah. the current truth or something you believe to be true at the moment? I believe that Black women 
more than ever, we need to protect ourselves and stand for us before any other demographic. Um, I believe cisgender women and transgender women under the black um, umbrella, umbrella, sorry, need to come together and align and create a, a unity that's never existed before, void of desirability politics, void of these niggas, because so often that's the reason why we are um, separated. So I definitely feel like, you know, this is, this is time for the divine feminine to rise up, shine bright. That's my truth right now. Shine bright like a diamond. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, when she said rise up, why did I think of Andre Day? And I rise, rise up. Anytime I hear somebody say rise okay, up. Listen, in case you wanted to do a nasty edit with your engineer, I'm going to give you the cues. Okay. Work that out. And I rise up. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> How do you personally define femininity? Strength, courage, and wisdom. Mm. That's the best way I can put it. Um, Femininity is not unique to just women. You know, men have and exhibit um, feminine traits and qualities that should be celebrated and no longer shunned. Um, I feel like we could get rid of a lot of the more... um, um, What's his name on Lovecraft? Montrose, Montrose, Montrose. Um, Montrose, yes. We can help in those situations in our men if the divine feminine is celebrated across the board. And for me, it's strength, courage, and wisdom. Every phenomenal woman I know exhibits those three things the strength, the courage, the wisdom. That's the feminine energy. I mean, of course, a little whap here and there, but. Even if that's not your ministry. <laughs> okay. Ooh, strength, that's courage, funny. wisdom, and a little whap. Yes. With, with a pinch of whap. With a pinch. A drizzle. Exactly. Come on, drizzle. Come on, drizzle. <laughs> I know we don't like Indiari, but that song is so good, though. Wait, why we don't like Indiari? Well, I don't like her. Because of steady love? No. (laughs) I don't like her because she allegedly called a gay man the F word. Aww. Whole Tetris. God bless her. Yes. So I don't fuck with her. But I do really Mm, like her. That's a good word for her. She's the original Hope Tetris. Oh, Oh, yes, honey. 1,000%. The original Hotep Queen. Mm Mm-hmm. And she Wait, stole no. that steady love beat from Fantasia. That's um, Cornbread and Collard Greens instrumental. She uh, thinks she's slick. You got to watch her. You got to watch Miss India. But really, if we want to get honest, the original, the before her was Erica. Because Erica came out before him. No, Erica was a whole tech high priestess. It's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, high priestess. High priestess energy. Please. Please, please let us know the difference between high priestess hotep and hoteptress. Hoteptress is entry level slash um, community level. <laughs> the high priestess. <laughs> Sorry. Are the witch doctors of the world. 
that's fine. Um, <laughs> but high are people who are more, who are, who, who, what Monique said at charm school, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, the high priests of the world are the ones who are more connected and deeply infested and, you know, alchemy and, you know, okay. where the, um, the entry levels are more, they didn't do love spells, they wore love spell from Victoria's Secret, so. You know well, what? Anytime we drag in Miss India, that's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. If you can send me some links to that, I would love to check on that. I need to know, you know, who's canceled and who's not well, these it was, days. It was, it was a personal. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you about it. Oh, uh, okay, like, okay. I mean, it's, he posted on like Twitter and stuff. But I don't know if I should like. Oh, that's public. Yeah. We'll okay. talk later. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter's public domain, honey. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Miss Mojo. Um, mm-hmm. I watched the episode of you on the grapevine and yes. you mentioned how the ball, how the ballroom community and the, in particular the category of realness has perpetuated certain types of toxic femininity and internalized transphobia. For sure. For sure. Can you explain your thoughts on this further? Cause I just thought that was like, you didn't really get to go into it on the, on grapevine. So I really wanted you yeah, to. Yeah. Cause there were of- so many bitches on that panel. <laughs> like, I was like, girl. <laughs> and then, you know, okay, I'm watching this shit back. I'm like, damn, not only am I the biggest bitch, I gotta be the loudest bitch too. So it looked like I'm literally walking over these girls, but it was just so many of us. Like, if I feel the word on my tongue, bitch, I gotta release her, you know, or she'll start to, you know, gibber and jabber. Um, But to go back to (laughs) the topic at hand, I think for me, I know so many girls who have been informed of um, trans beauty through ballroom. Um, because a lot of times, you know, trans folk, when they do decide to live as trans women, they are kicked out or, you know, removed from their families and safe spaces. So they turn the ballroom because that's, you know, a new house of family for them. And so often the notion of realness in ballroom is considered, you know, the highest of the high for the femme queens, a.k.a. the trans women. Um, me, I call myself ballroom adjacent. Um, I am a uh, Labasia once removed <laughs> and, you know, I'm not here to tell that story that's going to come out in the book, but I, um, you know, I'm adjacent. So I, I work with the girls who are heavy in the ballroom scene. Me, I, do I walk as much? Not really. Um, I probably walk probably five balls, balls in my life. Um, and one, one out of five. So I don't really, you know, I'm not a ballroom name. If you say Miss Mojo in the ballroom community, they'd be like, who? Or like Monique, huh? You know, so I say adjacent, but I I know and I've seen the way and I felt the way that house fathers would say, oh, you need to do this and that so you could be more femme, you could be more cunt, you could be all this stuff. And I'm like, it's so invalidating to just womanhood in general because that's not that um that standard doesn't apply to everyone. Like I said on Twitter the other day, like my aspirations is not to be a femme queen. I want to be a voodoo queen, <laughs> like. I don't want my titties done. Well, who knows? That might change next week, child. They just be going lower and lower during this pandemic. But I don't aspire to be, uh, uh, you know, on all the time, if I can say that. Because no one is. 
And that's not how I define my womanhood. Again, I told y'all, it's strength, courage, and wisdom for me. It's my sass. It's my sassiness of touch you because it comes as a surprise. It's scripture. It's chants. It's mantras. It's, it's you know, the way I, I feel about myself and all those things. It's not so much how I want y'all to feel about me. And that's a lot of time. That's what happens in a ballroom community. Like if the body is not done, if the face is not done, you're deemed chopped. And a lot of people that can have negative impacts on their psyche when you're dealing with things like dysphoria, gender dysphoria, stuff like that. So, you know, I tell the girls, get yours the best way you can, but make sure it's unique to who you are and what you want as a person and not how you want to be um, perceived or the level of status you want to achieve. Um, thank you for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank mm -hmm. you. I just I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Um. <clears throat> and stop doing them illegal pumps, girl. Child, y'all look crazy. You feel, <laughs> it feels crazy. It is crazy. You know, y'all, please be safe. Please be safe. Tell my girls. And that's not just for trans women. That's I've that's seen everyone. Bad, yeah, I've seen some bad pumps on some, some, some rubber cement is not it. Please, you are in danger. It's not worth it. It's never worth it, mm. honey. Because if you can't get a nigga with a flat ass, please believe me, the nigga you gonna get with a cement ass ain't gonna be no good for you either. So, anyway, words. Okay, words. <laughs> Okay, it's not your booty, it's your beauty. Mm, amen. And I always tell people my 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 because I got booty on the low and okay. or low low. Um Come on, but low key. It's, it's a low key booty, you know, it just sneak up on you like boo. Look, uh, Malcolm X up there grinning like a motherfucker. Like what you see. <laughs> bend it over, bend it over, bend it over, bend it over. <laughs> <laughs> so you tweeted Mm -hmm. I'm used to not being picked, so I learned yes. early to pick myself. Yes. What are some ways that you've picked yourself? Um, I think navigating as as big, as fat, as feminine. I've always been, you know, the second choice or the runner up. Um, and to to a lot of times to this day. You know, it's just recently that we're celebrating body diversity and, you know, loving on who you are. Bitch, that was not the standard 10 years ago, you know. So when it comes to things like art, I, I, I say I am the artist and the art because there's no one depicting images of women who look like me, you know. So I'll create those images. images. So the little mojos coming up has something to reference. Um, and a lot of industries, it's all about popularity. I've never cared to be popular. I care to be paid. So a lot of times you won't see me, you know, doing shenanigans because I, if the money ain't right, if the coin ain't stern, she won't be there. Um, so, you know, if you're not following popularity or clout, like the young didn't say, you, you get, um, other than you're considered, oh, you know, it's so many times that people tell me, oh my God, Mojo, I did X, Y, and Z, and they had pictures of you up on the mood boards. I'm like, oh my God, yes, that's my sister, but the booking wasn't for me. So I'm just like, um, how do I <laughs> answer to that? Um, do I send a cease and desist? Like, what are we doing? But, you know, I feel like that's okay because what's for me is for me. So I, I choose me and I pick me. So I'm not 
a girl sitting here waiting to be chosen. I choose me. And I'm fine with that. I love that. I mm-hmm. love that. Uh, another thing that I really love about you in general is like your skincare and your makeup. Is oh, yes. It is on <laughs> yeah. point. And skincare and makeup has literally got me through this coronavirus. Like it just Same. really, it brings me so much joy. I feel like I'm just like being so lush and lavish with myself when I do my skincare and my makeup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Drop your skincare routine for us, sis. Let us know your makeup routine. What What are you doing? Well, you know, it's so much. I just got into skincare last year. Okay. So I am pretty new to this. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Um, but makeup, I've been a makeup artist for 10 years. So, mm-hmm. you know. But skincare, I've learned that less is more. And really focus on the needs of your skin versus what kind of skin you see on Instagrams and stuff like that. Focus on the needs of your skin to amplify to amplify how your skin can perform. So for me, I used to have very oily skin. Mm-hmm. And then I learned that oily skin was really dehydrated skin. Mm-hmm. It was my skin organ pumping oil because they just didn't know what the fuck was going on on my face. <laughs> so once I addressed those needs and introduced things like um, toners and um, serums and things of that nature, I have normal skin now. You know, so I can give you a dewy look for the makeup or a matte look for the makeup and still photographs well. Um, I will definitely say a product that has saved my life, especially during this transition. Um, it's a product called PFB Chroma Bright Vanish. It is a roll-on product, but it's highly recommended for people who have discoloration, hyperpigmentation, um, especially to my girl suffering from the PCOS, the PCOS. Um, I definitely recommend that to or everyone who just wants, uh, you know, a more um, in-line complexion. Mm-hmm. Um, toners, definitely I go down the Korean route of Korean skincare. So a big brand that I'm obsessed with is um, Laneige. I am mm-hmm. not affiliated with them. They have not cut a check, but bitch, they have saved my skin. So I give the props. Yes, um, and Sunscreen. Yay. Sunscreen, sunscreen is a God sent that I feel like so many of us black people, we are taught, girl, you don't need no sunscreen, child. You black. Mm-hmm. You got melanin. But baby, your melanin needs to be protected at all costs, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wear sunscreen every single day of my life. Um, and it has dramatically changed. Like even when I do have like the occasional um, messy pimple, you know, if I pop it, wearing sunscreen, make sure, make sure it doesn't turn into a scar or a dark mark. You know, little things like that I've learned along this journey. Makeup, child. <laughs> I'm really getting back into soft glam mm-hmm. after being in this industry for 10 years because I feel like the hyper, hyper Instagram looks are so popular but so challenging as yeah. far as the reality of makeup. Because when you see these girls in person, it doesn't look good. <laughs> it doesn't look good. And the reason I say that is that form of makeup to me is drag makeup. Drag makeup was created for the stage or lights or, you know, the drama effect. So, girl, if we're just at the backyard barbecue <laughs> and you have the cut crease, the glitter, the 25 millimeter lashes, um, brows on fleek, um, contour, highlight, you know, it's like, yeah. We love the effort. 
We love the effort. <laughs> we appreciate it. But it's just time. Read the room, honey. <laughs> if you're around girls who just literally put a Vaseline on their face, like, <laughs> read the room. And, and just know that that's not what beauty is. You know, makeup for me is, is ritual. You yeah. know, I have different degrees of makeup. I have an everyday face. I have a work face. And I have a beat to the God's face, you know. And mm -hmm. I read the room. Not every, you don't need a beat the God's face, like I said, in the backyard barbecue. And sometimes the everyday face is not going to work on a red carpet. So mm -hmm. you need to learn your different effects when it comes to your face. Love that. Yeah. yeah, I think sunscreen has kind of been the biggest game changer for me because mm -hmm. I think that was some, like you said before, it was like, oh, black people, we don't need sunscreen. And then also I was like, oh, well, if I'm like in the house, I don't need sunscreen. Or if I'm mm -hmm. like, if it's cloudy outside, I don't need sunscreen. If I'm wearing makeup, I don't need to wear sunscreen. It's like, no, wear, wear sunscreen every single day. And that is yeah. like such a game changer. And get um, a nice piece of sunscreen that can um, double as your moisturizer under your makeup mm -hmm. that you're always wearing it sunscreens that don't turn your face blue you know we have brands now who support the girls we do into it i use black girl uh what is it it's black called girl uh, black girl sunscreen yeah black girl sunscreen that's a good one i'm currently using neutrogena um hydro boost oh okay that's a good one as well um a lot of the korean watery ones are very good they don't turn white on you and definitely hear, do your research. Yeah. I hear the super goop is good and super goop is another good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Burrito is good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's election season season. What yes. are, <laughs> what are the top three issues you wish more politicians would fight for? No one is talking about, I'm playing. I'm about to go real south with it. <laughs> go, let's go. Let's go. I'm now I just want to know. <laughs> we need to go. I want to go south. I'm going to go on. south with you. <laughs> A lot of these politicians are dope fiends, okay? And no one is talking about it. Look. We need proper access to rehabilitation centers for these politicians. because They are coped out of their minds, honey. Okay. <laughs> no, but the three issues we I saw that debate, that, honey, the <laughs> devil's work, the <laughs> devil's work. And I don't know about y'all, but I've in, in my life, I usually hear a fly buzzing around me. <laughs> the way that fly was able to just find, um, you know, refuge <laughs> in that nest on his head is just so puzzling, <laughs> and it's truly the devil's work. Truly. <laughs> like the devil can't make you no more plain. Mm -hmm. Oh mm -hmm. my God. You know, and seeing um um Agent Orange up there with Biden wasn't inspiring at all. And it well, it did inspire me to never code switch again. Because they if they could get up there and be as ghetto as they were, fuck it. I'm listen. No more for me. Okay, y'all president is crazy as hell. Um but back to your question. <laughs> <laughs> the three things I feel that um, I would like to see covered more is definitely um, systematic racism, number one. Mm. Number two, reparations. 
Amen. And number three, um, what I something I call the white exchange. The white exchange is I need to know how much of your privilege are you willing to exchange in order to advance color people, mm. specifically black folk. Because that POC term has been very crazy this um, pandemic. And I'm really separating myself from that bi POC. Okay, I'm not a bisexual pop. That's not me. I'm No, because what happens a lot of times, our message is watered down and lost in the sauce. So I'm very intentional on saying black, black ass, like black, you know. Um, and yeah, and not only the white exchange, the straight exchange, you know, the hetero exchange. How much of y'all privilege are y'all willing to give up? Because you have to give it up. We can't reform it. We can't do all those other buzzwords. You have to give it up in order for this world to be more fair and equal. Because at this point, I want equity. I want equity. So those are my major three concerns. Um, yeah. Yeah. More equity. I love mm -hmm. equity. Love her. Love it. And I like that. The straight exchange and the white exchange. Mm -hmm. How much? Okay. That's a good, that's a good framing of it. Yep. Because people love to say the gay agenda child. I'm like, well, girl, I don't miss every damn meeting because I <laughs> never knew we had an agenda. Last I looked, we barely liked each other on this side of the rainbow. So at this point in time, I want to need some receipts. You know, <laughs> but shout out to all the Ashies who are hating themselves. Um, but yeah. Hey, agenda. Mm. I just want to know if there was an actual agenda, I would have more dick in my life. That's what I was going to ask you. I was like, if there was a, an agenda, what would your agenda be? My agenda would be more dick for me. Um, okay. And well, you know what? No, more dick in general for all bigger um, people of the rainbow. Cause I feel like Come we on, are big all, body bins. Look, look, like I just feel like the thickies, the thickums, the fat girls, like we don't, and then also the feminine, feminine, fem. So that would be just us getting more dick and the dick that we want, like the real, like the dick that we deserve and we want, um, you know, and you know, we would be able to draft who we wanted. So like Shannon Sharp, you know, <laughs> um, you know, LeBron, oh you know. Shannon um, Sharp looked like he, he liked big girls. Big, like, I, you know, mm. you don't think it's, so? It's the lip quivers for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually the sign, child. Mm. Mm -hmm. The things I would do to that man if I could. Mm. And He's I know his dick smell like I know his dick smell like rosé. Oh, I thought you were going to say oregano. Go ahead. No, rosé <laughs> and backwoods. That's what I backwoods. know it's given. Yes. Mm. It's, it's given a brunch set. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we some, um, what are we, Amber? We some, we some, um, innocent, some innocent thoughts. Well, this thoughts. year, this year I am. 
Very unsuspecting thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our brain. Yeah, unsuspecting. Unsuspecting, unsuspecting thought. Yeah. The thoughts on the rise. My God. Mm, amen. Phenomenal thoughts. Amen. Hallelujah. Phenomenal leave. Phenomenal leave. All right. All right. First thought question. Complete the sentence. Sex okay. with me is amazing because... I have the softest place on earth. Mm. Mm. Come on, softest place on earth. Amber, sex with you is amazing because... You'll always be coming back for more. Mm. <laughs> yes! Yes, come on, coming back for more. C-U-M, okay? Yes. Okay. Over and over, over and, and over. over. And again, and again, and again. So, Miss Mojo, what does proho <clears throat> mean to you? Proho is how I identify. Um, I am very supportive and encouraging of releasing and nurturing your inner hoe. I think, you know, we have to reclaim hoe because it's been placed and used against us in such negative ways. But I see holdem as freedom, liberation of your um, inner walls, if you will, um, in a way to command and take charge of your sexuality and your sex life and not waiting on him or her or them. It's about you at all times. So I'm very pro-ho. And we are pro-thighs. Okay. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> pro thighs pro over here. Mm -hmm. yes. Now, uh, you know, a band from back in the day called Bell Bib DeVoe said the low cut, I'm sorry, the low pro-ho should be cut like an afro. Um, but all of those men are short, so their opinions are not valid in my life. You know, <laughs> and I've reclaimed pro hole. Thank you. All right, to our short kings, we like. Why are you, you down there? What Whitney said to Brandy? Why are you down there? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Okay. Thursday, I made y'all bump y'all fucking heads, okay? Today, do right by Megan. I am attacking all short men. You know what? You know what? You're right. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. I like my short. I like my short tops. They don't. don't well, you now. know what? They love me. They love me. I'm six foot two, right? Generally, the men who love me are five eight and down. <laughs> like, but baby, it works in the bedroom. I ain't never mad at you. I ain't say you can't get none. But I'm going to verbally degrade you before you access, you know, for the culture, of course. Yes, it's for, I, I call that even exchange. Okay. The top exchange. <laughs> <laughs> How much are you willing to give up <laughs> for my equity? Come on, a top exchange. Mm -hmm. mm. That can go so many ways because I would like to exchange. That's going to be funnier when you go back and listen to what we were saying when you stepped out. It's going to hit different. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> it's going to hit different. 
It's going to hit different. I promise you. That that took me down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How has your sex or dating life changed since quarantine started? Or has it? Yeah. So I had the Rona back in March. Yeah, I'm a Rona survivor. Thank God. Yes, thank goodness. We give thanks. Um, So... It impacted me in a, in a way that I wasn't expecting. So prematurely, after, you know, I started feeling good and stuff like that, I had a gentleman caller come over. He was on the larger side of the spectrum. Um, and I consider myself to be a fellatio goddess. Um, I, I would say I've mastered the art of oral fixation personally. Um, professionally, not so much. The sex work is too much for me, but girl, I, I sweat, <laughs> I get nervous. I just, it just doesn't work out. But personally, I, I do fancy, you know, my fellatio skills. And I noticed when um, vacuuming his penis in my mouth that I couldn't breathe. And my lungs felt like they were on fire and I had to stop. So I'm holding the penis and I'm looking at it scared. Like, wait, what is going on? It's like, baby, you good, baby, what's wrong? And I said, sir, sorry to that man. You got to go. Because I, I really felt like I was about to pass out on the dick. And what, what would that say to my ancestors that's watching me perform this? Like, the holes in my bloodline, they will be so disgusted with me. So I sent that man packing. Not the holes in my bloodline. Because <laughs> I, I, they're always watching, honey, Okay. Okay. This is the part that we don't talk about with don't, survivors yeah. of coronavirus. Yeah, my breathing is, was so Now it's bad. hard for you to suck dick. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't suck dick for like two months because mm-hmm. I was just scared to do it. And I had an old faithful come one day and, you know, he lit me up and drank me down. And I said, yeah. you know what? I think I'm ready to try again. Come on. And it was baby steps. I'm not going to lie to y'all. You know, I was able to stay on the dick. But I couldn't do the tricks. Um, but now she's back in motion. Yeah, come on. She's fully. She's fully. You can't keep a good bitch down. Okay, okay, okay. Tatiana made her return. Okay. You just need a little bit more practice, That's honey. <laughs> the skills came back in like Dionne Warwick came on that Patty versus Gladys. Just strolled back in in a white pantsuit. Looking like Virginia Slims. That was my skills. Slowly but surely. Okay. So she's back now, you know, and I'm back to talking my shit, you know. So yeah. We fall down, but we okay. get up, okay? Oh, honey, honey. Now, if I'm falling down on a dick, I might stay down on just a little while. Just a little while. Just bear with me. God not through with me yet. <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all gagging? <laughs> I'm still shook over. I just, I, I mean, I understood that like Corona affects your breathing, but I was yeah. not thinking about sucking dick. Girl, me yeah. either. Damn. Especially when it's something you do so regularly. Right. You never think. But baby, if I can lose my um, sense of touch, I mean, taste and smell, right. fuck, fuck his head. Like, girl, that went too. You know, and yeah, but she's back. And I encourage everyone who's been suffering through these times to just be gentle with your tonsils and rediscover your lungs for what they are now. It will never be the same. 
um, and be in tune with the inner whole in you and, you know, celebrate the thought in you and yes. take your time, take your time. It's no mm. rush. In the words of Bobby Valentino, slow down. Slow down. Yeah. Well, see, and listen, because he sure did speed up when he was running away from the girl. Down I was about to say, I just so, <laughs> I don't know if we can really reference. Yeah, yeah, I think that was a bad reference. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all got to pay sex workers, y'all. Because yeah, there will be consequences. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Sis. She did a whole BET press tour. I said, well, BET, y'all ain't support trans people no other day. But as soon as it's a mess, y'all have a one-on-one sit down. Y'all full of shit, child. Mm. Full of shit. So speaking of words, what does the word intimacy mean to you? And when is the last time you experienced it? Believe it or not, intimacy is the level in which someone is able to access my brain, my mind. To me, that's the true intimacy. I don't just lead intimacy in a space of sexual. You know, I think a lot of people don't know how to be intimate with others outside of sex. And that's a problem in our society. Um, are you, are you gentle with your words when you need to be gentle? Are you strong in your conviction when you need to be convincing? Like that's the intimacy I thrive on. Like I love a motherfucker that can get me together, but it's accurate in that get together. Like don't project cause honey, no error. Don't do that. Um, but intimacy as far as sexual and thoughtness, um, the last time I've been intimate was... Child, I haven't been intimate all year. It's just been about getting back my good and getting back my great. So it's just been straight. (laughs) The pounding of the flesh is what I've been into (laughs) during this (laughs) pandemic, honey. Okay. I tried to beat it away. That's been my ministry this year, y'all. I can't tell you the last time I've been intimate sexually. Mm-mm. They can't spend the night. You know what? I am lying to y'all on this podcast. I had me a good piece of trade from up um, um from Connecticut. Came down to see me. We went to the park. Had a long okay. walk in the park on some Jill Scott shit. And he spent the night. And, you know, naturally we did the nasty. But the next morning, we woke up. He's a producer. He taught me how to make beats on my phone as I laid on his chest. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was just so stimulating across the board. Because I'm trying to get into the music. Um, and he literally showed me how to make beats. You know, and, and I didn't have to suck his dick for that. I wanted to suck dick. So that was promising. Um, and he was just so kind and, you know, so gentle and so encouraging of me. I felt like a little girl. You know. That's cute. It was good. That was my last intimate moment. I stand yeah, corrected. I want somebody to teach. I want a nigga to teach me how to make beats on my phone. Honey, you see, you got. I I I outsource my trade these days because these niggas in Brooklyn. Let's talk. When I say trifling, oh. trifling, mm. and the thing is, as a woman who's a strong African American woman who got her own, don't need no man. Oh come on. I'm not letting everybody up in my space. I'm sorry. Like I I. I, I listen. It's been times where I done had a nigga go up to my rooftop before I let him into my apartment because he looked like he would steal. But you know, <laughs> I don't. I don't play with these niggas in the caliber of men. I saw a video oh, yeah. of that actor Leon 
um, he put a video on Twitter giving a shout out to Cynthia on her wedding day. Looking and saying fine. that she's a great, wasn't he fine, girl? Fine. Saying how great of a mother she was and how great of a bride she will be. They don't make trade like that no more. Okay? Because me and my baby father, we, we fight the first time we see each other. Every single time. You know? Just for old sake. You know? Because that's what we know is being toxic. Um, but <laughs> it, I do pray for a day where the trade elevates and, you know, gets back to that, that, that glory that goodness of just being strong black men who are not problematic. Mm. He would love to see it. Mm. Yeah. 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 Deep size. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Speaking of trade, what are uh-huh. your trade requirements? Mm. My trade requirements? What is yes. What are your trade requirements? Well, I am a goddess, so whenever you come to visit me, you have to bring an offering, whether it's that's my drink or my smoke um, or anything I need in that moment. I need my offering before you enter this place of worship. Um, so that's the first requirement. Second requirement, hygiene has to be on a thousand. I need you to smell good because that makes me more um, enticed to taste on you and feast on you. Um, third trade requirement, you have to be kept. You know, I will let a download nigga slide a little bit on a cat part because niggas is going to nig. But my trade, you you need to be just a, a little step higher and kept, okay? So even if your appeal is dirty book bag, honey, it better be a Gucci book bag that's, you know, that we can look up and see that, okay, that's a price point. Okay, you know, just elevate it a little bit for me. Um, and I think my last thing, you just have to be endowed. You have to be endowed. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer your endowments to be longer or girthier? I'm a girth girl because many a nigga will, will stab you up and you have nothing to show for it but a long session on your toilet. So I will say for me, it's the girth because I need a nigga to give me something I can feel. Mm. You know, because once, you, listen, you know, a lot of people are not familiar with the bussy. Um, mechanics, you know, we have two walls, you know, that first wall is a, ah, ah, ah. but once you can expand the, the, um, the inner, the inner den to get to the living room, honey, mm. honey, mm. honey, mm. once you get through that mud room to get to that living room, honey, and girth is more likely to do that, you know, than length, length would just stab its way through. And mm-hmm. at that point, get off me, nigga. Get off me. What the fuck are you doing? Get off me. Um, yeah, so I, I'm a girthy girl. You know, it, you, can be, you can have more girth than length, and that's fine for me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm a girthy girl. Because I'm a big girl. Like, nigga, I don't feel that. I know you don't feel that. Like, what are we doing here? What are we, I need a nigga as soon as he go inside of me. I want to lose my breath. <clears throat> oh, that's the best kind. That's you can't do that with no pencil dick, honey. Mm. Mm. Okay, because when it's a pencil dick, I just literally just let Mister Get on top and do his business. Because listen, let's just get this over with. This this is not truly going to give me what I need. But when I find me Mister Girth, <laughs> oh Mister Girth. Okay, he may be late, but he's always on time when I need him. So hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. Amen. 
Why are y'all gagging on a Zoom? <laughs> I, I can't laugh. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on, Mr. Gurr. <laughs> I'm laughing because I relate. <laughs> it's been a while since I had. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. oh, no. I keep me Mr. Gurk on speed dial. Girl. I ain't going to tell you Ask Mr. Gurk is married. I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that. Um, like I said, <laughs> always on time, but now I need him. Amen. <sighs> okay. I hate you, Mr. I am, I am not above borrowing a bitch husband, okay? I'm going to give Ooh. him back. I promise I will. Some people may say that's bad karma, but honey, karma always been bad for me. I'm a black trans woman. So at this point in time, I need something to yuck my yum. I'm going to send him back since he can't stay here. We sister wives, sis. <laughs> We're sister wives, sis. We're sister and on wives. That, and on that note... In what ways, if all, do you feel your queerness has shaped your views slash perceptions on sex? It's freed me. Mm. It's freed me. Um, when I identified as a fat femme um, boy growing into a man, it was very, I wanted to be desired. I wanted to be chosen. I wanted to be the exceptions to the no fats, no femmes rule. I wanted, you know, I wanted the trade that everybody else wanted, wanted, and I wanted to be loved on, and I wanted a way to my Noah, you know. That's when I identified as a, um, a gay. Once I stepped into my queer prophecy, I learned some things about myself. I learned that I was the prize. I learned that I was, you know, my ancestors' wildest queer dream. I, I learned that the, the, the teachings of a Trina, the teachings of any freak nasty bitch from the 90s and 2000s was my scripture. And I, and I used it to really channel a part of me I never knew I had, that divine feminine, honey. You know, I say what you, mu what you will about them city girls, but they channel a divine feminine for someone, not for me per se. Cause you know, the knees are getting a little weary these days, but my sexuality wants accepting queerness as my Lord and Savior <laughs> has been so promising. <laughs> and it's about me. It's about me. And I wish a lot of people would understand that as someone who receives more than I give, um, it has to be about me, my wants, my desires, my pace. It's nothing worse than fucking in a motherfucker, fucking a motherfucker who don't know your pace and your rhythm. That is the worst kind of sex you can have because it just don't make sense. It don't make music and it, it's no, nothing. You know, so those things I truly center and enjoy about myself. And worst come to worst, I know how to make myself feel good, okay? So just know that you are an exception to the rule when you're in this bedroom, okay? Amen. That's Amen. it. That's it. So if you're listening out there, choose you. Choose your pleasure. Choose your wants. Choose your condoms, bitch, because you know what works best with your pH. Choose, 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 choose. Don't let him pick. Don't do no, it. These are Don't the condoms I like. You wear this with me. 
Yep. Do that. <laughs> it's a deep thought for me. Well, I'm going I think... on a press tour and I'm teaching the children agency. Okay. It's yours. You name it. You claim it. It's yours. Your bussy is yours. Your bussy, your worth. It. <laughs> your bussy, your worth. Your bussy, your worth. That's going to be the name of the tour. Your bussy, your worth. Like, no, because I going think. Going to all the cities. <laughs> Coming to a city near you, Miss Mojo is the boy. Your bussy, your worth. Um, I think for me, it's so funny that you say it's like, it felt, it feels like. I guess the freedom part is just mm -hmm. kind of happening for me. I yeah. think I think it took a really long time. And I think for like for me, there's just certain things I had to like come to terms with. Like I had to come to terms with that casual sex just isn't for me. Um mm -hmm. and it's like funny how you'll keep doing something and you'll be like, Oh, it's the person or it's this thing, and then like you finally like after so many times, you're like, I just don't think this shit is for me. It's um, not for me. And just being okay with that, but then also like understanding that like I do come first, and the idea that like it is really is it is about me, and it is about like what I feel and what I and what I want. Literally, come receiving. first. C U M. Come, you come first. Come on, you, Amen. you. That's that's to me that is so divine, knowing that it's about you in that moment. To me, that intensifies the um the nut for me you mm. know and if, if a nigga can't get jiggy with that sorry to that man you, you know and being someone who has experienced both sides of the field i know what it is to be um in that the black gay male community and i know what it is to be on those apps and people are giving their best um, masculine performance but when you meet them flowers come out their mouth i know what it is to be desired only for you know casual hookups but never relationships and stuff like that but when i stepped into this pasture of queerness when i stepped into this glory of transness you know life really opened up for me i had niggas willing to mortgage a house for me you know do i want them no but i know that power because i'm tapped into it you know so definitely i definitely encourage everyone to find their power whatever it is and it's not going to be an easy journey to it um but let your bussy guide you mm. your bussy your mm. let your bussy yeah. guide you oh that is a word let yeah. your bussy guide you mm. Mm -hmm. shout out to my bussy for mm -hmm. guiding me for once and being such a faithful girl okay okay because we all she, had that one nigga that we thought she just would have snapped back after that but you know she comes back around she comes back around she fell down but she got back <laughs> but she got she, up she got, she got up okay okay and i also ain't met that nigga that i'm worried about it ain't gonna go back either that's oh, a whole really? other subject wow yeah, okay um, wow i've the i've been i've been telling people i don't really know the myth of the big black dick you know, a lot of ministry. people throw that BBC word around, and it's, it's not their ministry at all. Um, and that's largely due to white supremacy, thinking that any kind of black dick is a big black dick because they know the, the severity of the smallness of theirs. That's a different episode. Um, but not everyone has a BBC, and not every BBC stays hard. So I had a dick, and I had my pleasure. And I had to take care of both of them. Okay. 
You have to really search. And it's okay to do trial and error. That's fine. As long as you're safe about it. Wrap it up, smack it up, flip it down. You know, next. Final works for you. I promise you. And sometimes it's not even about the size. I done had a piece of seven inch that done worked me out. You yeah. hear me? I mean, worked me out because that nigga had purpose. And that nigga had a vision that I didn't even see for myself. <laughs> and honey, honey, and if you're listening, you know who you are. And I told you last time, you did me wrong. You did me wrong as a woman of the night. But I thank you for it. I thank you for it. Turn me the fuck out. Looking for a man with purpose and vision. Purpose and vision in the session, honey. Child, the division was so strong, he took my wig off and put it on his head and said, watch this. I said, oh, shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. Oh, purpose and vision. <laughs> purpose and vision in this session. <laughs> Which so, are y'all crazy? There are black men do have big dicks in comparison, you guys. In comparison, but when you're a bigger girl, all that math don't be mathing right. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. I'm, I'm a bigger. Oh, go ahead, baby. Go no, go no, go ahead, Ms. Mojo. Go ahead. I, I'm a bigger girl, so it's certain things you can't present to me that's going to hit the way it would a smaller girl. Okay, you know, it. and not every to me, BBC is something to be very disrespectful about. Yeah, because it's it's different. A nigga with a big dick can talk to me different than a nigga with a small dick. That's just me. Like, ain't no way in the world a small dick nigga gonna curse me or even raise his voice at me at the dick size. <laughs> but a big nigga, a big dick nigga, tell me shut my fat ass up. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna shut my fat ass up. You got that? You got that? That's just me. <laughs> You got that. I'm so fucking done. I'm so fucking done. Okay. Again, laughing because I relate. Yes. You can slap a bitch in the face with a big dick. And it's gonna it, that weight is gonna remind like, you what? Well, what? Okay. But a small dick nigga, what the fuck are you doing? You Put know who I am. On. Put your pants back on. Woo. I'm not saying that that I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying that that myth hasn't been true for me a lot of times. Now mm-hmm. I have had some. Shout out to him, um, or or them. It's like two. It's two in particular that. Mm, mm, okay. um, Let me tell you that the, that non-binary dick though. Who is shining up on the? Oh my really? god, that non-binary dick. When I tell you the, the cream of the crop in my collection are the non-binaries, honey. Okay. Honey. I'm about to give, I'm about to give me a them. Honey, get you a get you an NB. Get you an NB. <laughs> give me okay? a them. Okay. Get you a them. Because they don't hit like the, listen. non-binaries. <laughs> get you a non-binary piece, honey. Mm. That shit hit difference. That was my learning lesson of 2019. Come on, scissor. Feed your child outside. It's different. It's different. That hit different. Child and the respect and the care that comes with non-binary folks. Unmatched. Mm-hmm. Unmatched. 
I have a non-binary person in my collection, and this motherfucker literally gives me the best that they got. <laughs> Anita Baker. Mm-hmm. To the point where we're, we could be sweating like, like gorillas in a rainforest. Mm-hmm. But that person, honey... Mm. Amen. It's still looking off into the distance for me. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> you went somewhere, Macho. <laughs> Come back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> it's not oh, time no, for you to go with your ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> You're here. <laughs> I. <laughs> oh. For real. <laughs> yeah, that's all of that. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so, which site? What's what's the best social media site for you to find it? What has been your go-to? Um, okay, let's break it down. Um, it depends on what you're looking for. So, I think if I want immediate dick, immediate dick. I mean, like the 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 downloads and the trade straight out of prison, tagged. <laughs> okay, that's it for me. Um, I don't really frequent like the tag. I mean, um, sorry, I really don't. I really don't frequent the um, tenders and stuff because of the whitewashing. Hmm. Um, because there's only so many white men you can swipe against until it's like, all right, fuck it, let me just get this one to try. Like, I don't even do that conditioning. <laughs> Um, so I stay up for those things, um, but I find I find faithful dick to be on Facebook. I find mm. um, I find decent dick to be on Instagram. Um, okay, <laughs> yeah, it depends on what you want. That's pretty much all I really have. I don't really do anything else. I used to be on the on a tag back in the days. Was it tag? No, Jack. I'm sorry. Jack back mm. in the days, and that was a plum fool. Um, if you mm. want homeless dick, that's on Jack. Um, I didn't do grinder because again, the, the whitewashing a little bit, and that was a sp- uh, particular kind of black, not black, but block, you know. The, if you want a token black yeah. dick, that's on that's on um, <laughs> grinder. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all the online I can handle. And I don't do them all at the same time. Um, so yeah. But if I know if I need a dick in three minutes or less, tag is it for me. Because mm. those niggas are sluts. They're, they're just willing. <laughs> what Tiffany Paula said, they're all sluts, you know. <laughs> yeah. But that's not slut shaming. I love sluts. That's why I'm on it too. <laughs> Hello. I'm starting to use social media for like, you know, finding dudes. Cause I, I'm scared, y'all. Oh, you think you're too good for the welfare, huh? I am not saying I'm too good. That is not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I'm saying that I'll like the problem is like <laughs> I'm feeling like I need to be looking more like a bat like an IG baddie. Baddie. In order to be like sliding in these DMs and stuff. And I don't like Sis, it. it don't matter. It, it don't matter. These niggas is for everybody and they want everything. It don't matter. I promise you. On my worst day, sis, on my worst day, niggas still want to suck a Jolly Rancher out of my asshole. Like because you, you a photographer, you know, you see your your pictures are bomb. I feel you, sis. I feel you, but 
it comes that time when you got a FaceTime. Okay, that's not no picture. Yeah, I can, I can do that. I can okay. Do that. Yeah. I'm not scared of that. I'm talking about like, there's already a persona that you have to have in order to attract someone on social media. And I am like, I, I mean, like on Bumble and Jack, or mm-hmm. I don't do Jack, but like on Bumble, like, like those types of sites, like, I don't care. But actually on social media, it's more like, yeah, I feel like I got to do more. And or if I'm looking at it as a place to find men. I find that what I like about social media is literally do you and the men will come that need to come. Period. As Mm. opposed to, you know, presenting something and having to swipe your way around that. Um, No, do you. And the right man will come and the wrong man will come probably before the right man. That's usually what happens. Yeah. You know, again, and that goes back to the power. (laughs) You know, the power of your bussy. It's about what you want. I've had plenty of wrong men that I knew were wrong for me, but the dick, the dick was just so right. Yeah. And I knew that. Yeah. And I loved Novel. it. Sometimes you got to, if you know it up front, it's okay, I think. Yeah. It, it makes the climax easier. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier. If you set the expectations beforehand. Because mm-hmm. I tell so many of my sisters, the worst thing you could ever do is ask a nigga, what are we? You gave that man so much power in that one statement to define what y'all got going on, who you are in that situation. Don't ever ask a man, what are me? What are we? Because he knows he has the power at that point. Instead, tell the man what you are in that moment. So... Instead of asking a man, what are we? Tell that man, this is who I am. This is what I deserve. This is what I want. Can you keep up, baby boy? Make me lose my breath. Mm-hmm. You know, be that, have that energy in the room. That's prize energy to me. And be very clear that you are the prize at all times. And I'm telling you from experience, don't believe I was always this confident because I wasn't. You know, but through trial and error, come stains and come sheets, I've, I've made it. So thank you. Amen. 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 A woman. Okay. <laughs> Phenomenally. Okay. Phenomenally. <laughs> <laughs> so last shows you who they are. Believe, believe them. them. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry, it's a boy. I don't know if this is your last question, but Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Great go ahead. segue. Miss Mojo, you got to do a poem for us. Do I? Yes. About this. Um, If you can, recite a short, original poem about uh, Dick. I did. I did see that in the the (laughs) pre-questions. I did see that. And, you know, honestly, I don't want to give Dick that much power. I don't want to give Dick that much power to 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 create poetry. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll freestyle it. Okay. Because Miss Mojo is a true part. Um, when I think of the curve, when I think of the nerves, when I think of the veins, when I think of the gains. When I think of the head, when I think of the bed, 
when I think of the sweat, when I think of the sex, dick is in the heart of the demon. Yes. Thank you. Ooh, yes. I felt that. I yes. felt that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> when I think of the yeah. curve, when I think of the nerve. The mm. nerve. <laughs> mm. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, shout out to the curves. Uh, <laughs> shout we out to our curve. We love our hook, honey. Oh. <laughs> Baby. The nigga who got to hit it from the side because he can't go straight in because that curve, we love a left hook. They got to do a little. Ba- baby. A baby, sharp. A, a, a sharp. Pop. <laughs> a sharp left. Okay. Hit me with that sharp left. Okay. Honey. All right, so we are going to do bird confessions. These are rapid fire questions. So just the first thing that comes to your head. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. What kind of bird are you? Pigeon, dove, eagle, flamingo, ostrich, penguin, or peacock? Pigeon, for sure. <laughs> I'm from New York. Come on. <laughs> I'm a pigeon that wears Tim's. Come on. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> What would what would your stripper name be and what would be your go-to song? My stripper name would be BBW. And my go-to song would be um Crown Royal by Jill Scott. Mm, come on. Seductive like a performance. Mm, yeah. Come on. Um you are featured on an episode of Maury. What is the show topic for the day? Is he the baby's father? I slept with my best friend's boyfriend, unruly teenager. I scammed my ex out of thousands of dollars. Neither. It would be trans gone wild. And I would literally fuck up Maury Povich for all the detriment he has added to the trans community over the years. Hmm. Okay. Maury, you ain't shit. You ain't gonna be shit. You ain't never been shit. Yeah, one of those. Okay. Yeah. What, what would be the name of your sex tape? Nights over Egypt. <laughs> yes. Yes. A song. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And those who know, know. Oh, yes. There's a spot in the east. All the pyramids in Egypt. Come on, somebody. Ministry. I am and fucking the- done. <laughs> Okay, and the follow-up tape would be Bussy is a Love Song. Yes, Bussy is a Love Song. Yes, come on, Bussy is a Love Song. With the hit scene, there's a fleet in Gilead. (laughs) There's a fleet in Gilead. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, um, what's what city of love and hip hop would you rather be on? Miami, New York, Atlanta, or Hollywood? New York. Okay. Because all those bitches really live in Jersey, (laughs) so I'll be like the real only New York bitch there. They all do live in Jersey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Your dream tray can only possess one main attribute, a grill, a nice car, a neck tattoo, a regular weed habit. Nice car. Okay, come on. Yep. She, right. she likes to get around town. Come on. Okay. What color? I need a cream Cadillac. Ooh. Okay, come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather him spit in your mouth or your butt? But, mm. see, Miss Motor, I knew that we, cause ain't, and I want one of them thick spits. It's a always loogie. About, yes, yes, yes. I mean, I don't honestly, I don't judge, but I don't see the purpose of spitting in my mouth. That's already lubricated. What are you doing? That's, mm-hmm. that's real. That's fair. And Corona now too. Okay, you know, not the COVID kisses, honey. Come on. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> in these streets. Your number one rule for cuffing season. Don't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, bitch. <laughs> Don't. Cuff the niggas in the summer. <laughs> okay, why everyone else is hoeing be an exception to the rule. <sighs> that is a, a quote, a, a strategy, okay? <sighs> <sighs> Who is the most iconic thought of all time? Corinne Stephens, aka Superhead. Yeah. Mm. Literally the blueprint. Mm. And such a smart eloquent woman. Ugh, I can watch her speak for hours on hours on hours. Love it. You want to talk about an immigrant success story? Okay. <laughs> that woman was able to infiltrate the top hip hop acts of its time and drop a book. Come on, this, this is at a time where all we knew was the coldest winter ever. This bitch said, let me show you confessions of a video vixen. Change the game. Once we're made. Yeah. Change the game. All right. Next, we are going to go into our Zaddy of the Week. This is one man who we are crushing on right now, who we feel like, you know, we want to give all our our publicity and our hearts to. Mm. Um, It can be anyone. Um, Miss Mojo, who is your Zaddy of the Week? My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay. Because he has kept me. Okay. My father has many mansions. Let me stop playing with the Christian <laughs> listeners, y'all. Uh, there ain't no Christian uh, listeners. <laughs> there are none. Well, that's your problem, okay? Uh, no. mm-hmm. The person I'm crushing on is someone I'm forever crushing on who can literally have me, like literally just have me in every way imaginable is that fucking method man yes honey and what's worse he my mother would let him have would let him have his way my grandmother would let him have his way he can run through the family line and we will be okay women with that (laughs) a generation honey we will compare notes well did he do this like this because you know well he had me he made me lift the left leg, not the right. 
you want to talk about bringing women together? The M E T H O D man, yeah, Kim, yeah. I feel like no one else can, and he gets better with age, he honey. Does. He does. He has never, never dropped into that category of out of shape or mm-hmm. you know, big bellied and out of breath. Like he has, to me, become finer in his age. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he can act worth a damn on that show, but it's good to look at. Who needs that good acting? Fuck it. Or a good day. Or a a good show. (laughs) But my runner up would be that young boy. What's his name? That coffee Cyril Bay? Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, Ralph Angel? Honey. Yeah. Where he been at? Honey, I don't know. That's the type of trade I love. I want y'all to always question where my trade has been. Because if y'all know where he's been, he's not trade. He's not trained. <laughs> I want you to always question where my trade has been. I am fucking done. Uh, no familiar niggas. None. Oh my God. Amber, who's your daddy of the week? It's Jonathan Majors. Like, mm. that's the only reason I watch Lovecraft Country is is to watch him. Like that big ass nose, I want to ride it back and forth. I just love Jonathan fucking Majors. Ugh, a man. If I can interject, I love everything from the eyebrows down. He has one of the smallest foreheads in Hollywood, <laughs> and it just makes me so uncomfortable. See, now I'm going to notice it. You would, that's the only ticket for me that I just cannot gain access to. It's that small forehead. But baby, if you put on a, a New York fitted, Yankees fitted, and turned it to the back, honey. <laughs> you want to talk about prime real estate? Ooh. That's a nigga yeah. you put the pussy on the sideburns. Yep. Amen. Them Atticus ass sideburns. Come on, Atticus. Come on, Tick. Yeah. <laughs> so, boy, who who are you crushing on this week? Um, I actually have a Twitter crush, but I'm not gonna name him. Um, drop it. Drop, drop it. it. Drop Be it. messy. Come on. Um. So I believe so on Instagram because I follow him on Instagram as well as Twitter because I'm I'm just I just. I needed to see multiple things. Yeah, um, it's Palmer shot. question mark. He lives Who? in Houston. Come on, <laughs> Palmer question mark. I'll send it to That's you. That's Palmer with a P. Y- y- yes. Okay. Yeah. And then on Twitter, it's Palmer said what? That's how I immediately discovered him. Okay. He's short. He dark skin. He lives in Houston. <laughs> I felt like um it's always a Santana. Oh, he's cute. Yeah, he's adorable. He's like really handsome. Can we share that screen? Because I don't have access to my phone right now. Wait, I'm on hold it. Hold on. Hold on. Let me I was looking on my cell phone, but hold on, we're gonna do that. You could just pull the cell phone up to the you don't have to. Yeah, that's true. yeah. I was gonna show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, a rough neck. Yeah. Need a rough neck. Gotta get a rough neck. And he just seems like crazy and sweet at the same Not time. Not crazy. Yes. Known from 
<laughs> look, look, I like a little. I like a. <laughs> give me a Gemini. Molly, you in danger. Gemini girl. energy. <laughs> you crazy and sweet. <laughs> All right. Um, next is our Bad Bitch Hall of Fame. This is one woman who we feel like just deserves her flowers, and whether she's received them a plethora of times or not, we want to give them to you. Give them to her. Miss Mojo, who is your Bad Bitch Hall of Fame entry? Me, bitch. It's me. <laughs> I always knew I was a bad bitch all of my life. Um, No, seriously, my Bad Bitch Hall of Fame would have to be Anjanou, the woman who plays the mother on Lovecraft. Yeah. Um, country. That woman has been given exceptional performances for as long as I can remember. And Hollywood has always forgotten her for some strange reason. Um, but I mean, from the roles that she played, she played Maddie Moss Clark in the Clark Sisters movie, The Mother, um, this year, which was phenomenal. Um, she played, um, what else did she play in? She played, um, uh, 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 uh. She played, I think it was Kiki Palmer's mom when she got stolen in the Lifetime movie um, as a child. I forget it. <laughs> the Kanisha Jenkins story, one of those. But Anja knew her performances are always stellar. And for her to get up on HBO with her titties out and just show what a real body looks like, you know, like, I just give her her things. Amen. Hallelujah. Give Hippolyta her things. <laughs> Oh, that's who Hippolyta was? I don't watch Lovecraft yet. I'm oh, just going to okay, wait to yes. binge it. I was wondering why everybody was putting Hippolyta. I was like, who is that? Yeah, the mother. Okay. Come mm -hmm. on, shout out to her. Um. All right, who is my bad bitch entry for the week? You know what? I am going to go with Jill Marie Jones because okay. I've been watching. Come on, Tony. A.K.A. Tony. Because um, I've been watching so much. Um girlfriends and um that's a good binge that's a good a, binge watch a good binge okay mm -hmm. and um so that has been really that's been my shit so shout out to jill marie jones mm -hmm. um all right amber who is your bad bitch hall of fame entry okay so i got this from i actually when uh, looking up miss mojo you tweeted something about Lynn Whitfield. Yes, I was like, honey. I was like, yes. For Colored Girls. Fucking flowers. Yeah. Like, she is such a great actress, and she, I feel like she doesn't get as much love as she should. Um, but I just want to give her her flowers because she's such a great actress. And then I also am so glad that you brought up Anjanae Ellis because that was... That was actually going to be my bad bitch hall of fame. I was going to keep it Lovecraft country. Mm -hmm. But uh, those two women are just like phenomenal, phenomenal actress, actresses, and they need more work, period. Yep. And they need more roles because they're ranged. My God, the range. Yes. The range. Ah, when I saw that clip of um, Lynn Whitfield and For Color Girls, that came out in the early 80s. Mm -hmm. And um, this is before the Tyler Perry remakes and all that stuff, of course. But it resonated so deeply with me because that's how I treat these niggas. Like, you have to be gone before the sun rises. I have work to do. Even if I don't have work to do, I have work to do on myself. 
Mm-hmm. So you can't be here for that process. Mm-hmm. You know, after mm-hmm. I take my bath and wash away my gems and my glitter, honey, the, 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 the bitch comes back. Okay. So that yep. was definitely impactful for me over 30 years later. Yeah. Shout out to Lynn Whitfield. Shout out to yeah. Who did you say, Savoy? Bro, she just been a ever. She been an everlasting fine. Who? Um, I I was saying Jim Lee Jones was mine. Oh, another one, an icon, yes. Tony. Uh, a queen. Also, can I'm just gonna really quickly say that I hate Todd so much. He's the most <laughs> annoying fucking person on that show. Seriously, more annoying than Joan. More annoying than season one tony like todd is trash and he's insecure and he's a little fucking man that should have been excited should have been so thrilled to even have tony in his presence but treated her like shit but even at their smallest little men still think they have all the power and deserve it all that's why i shit on them constantly Mm-hmm. This is a full circle moment for me. Yes. Um, you know, I don't, I don't give it to them. I don't, I don't. And then you throw on top of whiteness, and then you throw on top of Jewish. Come on, forget uh, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Move the trailer park. Yeah. Mazel tov, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Come over, Reda Chaps. <laughs> exactly. Come over, <laughs> Bruh, There, I literally started. I saw a mini thread, a mini thread of all the Veretta Childs. An icon, another oh. icon, Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> when she said, "Don't be worried about my heart," it wait, I gotta find it. Take your time. We need to hear the actual. Take your time, Pastor. Take your time. Don't Come fuck on. it up. Come on. <laughs> Oh, thank y'all. I gotta find it's it because I was It's just when she says little girl for me. Little girl? That is so spiritual <laughs> and so connected. Because when I used to watch that show, I wasn't a little girl, but she was talking to me. Mm-hmm. Eugene! <laughs> hey, Eugene! What you wearing? <laughs> Woman talk dirty too. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god and you know that is and i think that's just like so the other spectrum of black women in hollywood some women have um roles that are the same that i wouldn't want them to do anything else like i would never want to see jennifer motherfucking lewis be in a serious role that's calm and relaxing it just wouldn't make sense to me like sometimes the typecast works. You, you know? right. You right. It works. <laughs> so we, we need both. We need our Lynn Whitfields and Anjanu Ellis's and we need our um Jennifer Motherfucking Lewis. Yep. Okay, y'all, I can't find it. My internet is being stupid, but that's all right. It was it's a, okay. It, was a, it, was a good we know it wasn't it was supposed fun. to happen at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a word. Trust trust the reroute of life. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, trust. Trust the universe's reroutes. Mm-hmm. All right. So as always, we close it out with good bussy vibes, which is one quote I've seen that just speaks to me. Um, and this one goes, you are not too much or too hard to love. You are enough. Once again, 
you are not too much or too hard to love. You are enough. So just remember that, Bussy Hive. You Can are I ask you okay? to just do that in a fashion of uh, Ayala Van Zandt? <laughs> I cannot do that. Would you like hey, to try? Give it to me one more time. I'll do it. Okay. You are not too much or too hard to love. You are enough. You are not too much or too hard to love, beloved. You are enough. <laughs> not, the hand, not the The hand clap was the best. Beloved had me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you that woman give you my inspirational ratchet joy, oh. does she have any degrees? Does anyone know that? Like, does she have a degree? That's none of our business. That's none of our business. It's I'm none of wondering. our business. Like Tabitha Brown say, it's none of our business. Okay. I assume so. <laughs> okay. She has okay. ministry, and that's what sells. Okay. Because when she told that woman she was a gutter snipe from up out the hood, Ooh. I knew this F-B. is my ratchet TV. Some yeah. people watch Housewives. I watch Ayana Fix My Life. Oh, queen. Okay. So, Miss Mojo, please yes. tell the girls, tell the hot bussy hive where they can find you and all your greatness and all your laughter and all your joy. Okay. <laughs> My name is Mojo. I look real good. You can find me in your local neighborhood. That's M-O-J-O-D-I-S-C-O dot com. I'm on the Twitter. I'm on the Instagram too. And if you see my face, I'm looking for you. Miss Mojo. Hey. Hey. I'm fucking done. Thank you for being amazing and fucking Thank hilarious you for having guest, me. as we knew you would be. Um, I promise I'm not hot. <laughs> as always, Bussy Hive, we know it's been a long time, but we're here. We're queer. Um, well, not Amber, but... Um, Amber, but you're not a queer? No. She likes With a she, name and voice like that? Ooh. No. Yeah, wow. Unfortunately, she's she's fucking with them cis heads. So ghetto. I pray for you, my sister. Very ghetto over here. So yeah, it's not ghetto. It's trailer park. It's really it's <laughs> not like trailer park. Yeah, I it's, think ghetto like because ghetto is insp- the ghetto has like we we get so many no, the aesthetics is a from good the ghetto place. The ghetto yeah, is yeah the good place. But, but trailer very... park. <laughs> what ghettos y'all talking about? Because the ghettos I grew up in, child, I had to run. <laughs> But there. there's so much inspiration and so much of beauty course. in ghetto, yes, and there's not—I don't know if there's any inspiration or beauty in trailer parks. Especially that white trailer park is very messy. The trailer very trash, opi- yeah, very opioids. Oh. But you okay. know, we make space for for ghettos that are trailer parks. So, you know, to all the girls who can't afford to be in a project, yeah. <laughs> you know. We make space for y'all too. Amen. <laughs> but yes, yeah, liking mm. men is trash. So mm. <laughs> that's I can relate, sis. That's the mm. point, mm. <laughs> sis. Find your power. 
telling you. You gotta choose you, beloved. You. You'll be all right. You are the prize, Amber. Believe that. Not Amen. only believe that, receive that. It's received. Mm. It is received. Receive it. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Ashe. All right. I think I hear my trade coming in the door, y'all. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank fun. y'all. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks so Bye. much. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>